Welcome to the What's Good with Jazz podcast. I am Jazz, your spiritual way shower and friend. This show is about encouraging self-awareness, personal growth, and self-mastery by sharing my experiences and helpful resources. This podcast is for people who need help with letting go of who they are not by remembering and becoming who they truly are, a supreme being. Now, let's start the show. So this week, I want to show some love to Alana Fairchild. She is a world-renowned spiritual teacher and author, has guided meditations for healing, and created some oracle decks. Um, I started listening this year to some of her meditations, and they have been great. One in particular is Past Life Healing which is helping me right now. Um, I have a past life where I was killed for doing spiritual work and using my psychic abilities to help people. And now in this life, I'm unable to move forward and step into this energy healing work fully until that past life fear is cleared. And so a part of me is terrified that I will die if I start helping people with my natural abilities, terrified. And so Alana's meditation has really been helping me to clear that more and more each day. And as the days goes on, um, goes on, goes on. (laughs) As the days goes on, um, I feel a bit more confident in moving forward. So I'm excited about it and I'm thankful for Alana for creating something that is working for me. The guided meditation that I'm listening to is called Past Life Healing, Meditations to Release the Past and Enrich the Present. And her name is spelled Alana, A-L-A-N-A, Fairchild, F-A-I-R-C-H-I-L-D. All right. So thank you, Alana. And now let's get into the quotable. So this week I have seven quotables. And the first one is from Mind Tendencies 2 on Twitter. No matter where your healing process takes you, be with it and follow it through. If your healing process takes you to an old wound that you thought was healed, don't be discouraged because healing is not linear, which means you can heal this old wound more deeply. The next quote is from Gal Judo on Twitter. Shame is a very low vibrational frequency. A lot of people carry it around remembering what happened in the past or unnecessarily blaming themselves. Work on self-acceptance, letting go of past experiences and reframing future mistakes. The next quote is from Stars, Moon and Sun on Twitter. Sometimes the only apology you require is the one to you from you. For holding on and hoping for too long, 
for having tolerated too much, for putting someone else's needs ahead of your own, and searching outside of yourself for love that was always within. The next quote is from Anonymous. Direction is so much more important than speed. Many are going nowhere fast. The next quote is from Bob Goff. When joy is a habit, love is a reflex. The next quote is from Tiny Buddha on Instagram. Don't judge people for the choices they make when you don't know the options they had to choose from. And the last one is from Ilana. Are we really waiting for a return to normal or are we ready to build something different? That's it for the quotables this week. Let's get into the main dish. Yeah. So what's good with me this week is talking about the dark night of the soul. I have an episode called Why I Chose Myself, talking about my experience with my dark night of the soul. And I wanted to go a little bit more in depth with what it um, what it encompasses. And um, I have searched online and found a wonderful article that explains every single thing I went through. And um, it was down to a T. And it's called The Dark Night of the Soul, A Survival Guide. It's from the North Point staff on northpointwashington.com. So let's get into it. What is the dark night of the soul? This concept is from a poem by St. John of the Cross. It's the dying of your old self so you can embody your true self. Um, It is an exploded culmination of everything you've avoided, repressed, that needs to be dealt with. And it basically gets you to confront the actual reality of your life, to let it be destroyed, move into the purposeful life that you and God or whatever higher power you refer to has planned for you. A life that is built with unconditional love and consciously creating it with your inner being and spirit. A writer, Brianna Weist, describes the dark night of the soul as a spiritual depression or detox that someone has to go through to wake up. It really is about understanding how far away you were from unconditional love and coming back home to it. So from the North Point staff article I just mentioned about the dark night of the soul, it says, there is one line from the St. John of the Cross's poem that I believe explains the experience perfectly. I abandoned myself. 
The driving force behind this dark journey is what many mystics and religious scholars refer to as ego death. This death must happen so that your soul can be reawakened. In a sense, the darkness is a void or symbolic womb from which you will be reborn to a higher, more spiritually aligned consciousness, a new self. You have to embrace the darkness to find the light. You have to die to self so you can truly live. You have to experience great loss so you can gain everything. You have to lose your way so that you can begin to walk your true path. You must abandon yourself to find yourself. And I absolutely agree with this 1000%. Now let's get into what happens during the dark night of the soul. I'm going to call it the dark night because of the soul, it just takes too much time to say of the soul. So the dark night. All right. So what happens during the dark night? It is the space between who you were and who you will become. You will have to completely let go of your old self to embrace a more enlightened self. When you abandon your old self, you will enter the darkness where the old you will be stripped away and the new you will be constructed. Truths will be revealed. Lies will be aired and laid out to dry and wither away. You will feel like you're literally dying. It was so severe for me, I tried to take it back. I was like, nah, God, I'm good. Like, I don't, don't want to go through this. I'd rather go back and settle with what I had. It wasn't much, very little, but it felt comfortable, safe. And it was all I knew. God wasn't trying to hear that shit. You know, it hurt so much because you knew you were settling and didn't know how to change it. And the dark night is the catalyst for change um, that you may have denied yourself. And um, it may feel, it may not feel like when you are in it, but you will come back together again. But first you have to fall apart. You have to. So what to expect? While you're in between who you were and who you will become, you will feel like God abandoned you. If you don't believe in God or a higher power, you will feel a deep, painful emptiness that leaves you feeling as if you have been cut off from your own life force. This is what the darkness is all about. For me, I innately felt like I was not alone because God literally told me that. But to me, it felt like God was saying, I'm going to show you everything that has held you back, everything that that was not of love, from love, for love, or with love, will leave your life. Feel the pain of the lack of love. I will step away and observe, and if you need help to let go, I will be here for you. But if you call for help to maintain the feeling of what you thought you had or try to recreate the same life you just experienced, more of what you don't want will come forward until you learn. That's not the life you came here to live, period. So God uh, put me in my place, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, oh shit, put me in my place, you hear me? Now, in the darkness, you will feel like as if you are going crazy. 
Everything you ever thought you knew about life will be called into question. The building blocks of who you are as a human being will fall. You will feel confused, bewildered, angry, desperate, helpless, and hopeless. It is during this space of cognitive dissonance, Google that, that things will begin to make sense to you for the first time. It may be hard to understand, but but, bleh, bleh, but while you are in the darkness, you don't have to do anything. It will be done onto you. No logical sense can be made of what happens during the dark night of the soul. And that is a motherfucking fact, Jack. I was losing my mind, literally, literally. My whole mind had to be reconstructed out this bitch. Oof, I remember, I remember times that I couldn't even form a sentence because I would forget regular ass words like the, to, water, store, get. Like, it was so weird. Like, how, how do I not know how to talk now? That shit was bonkers. Anyway, so how to know if you are going through the dark night of the soul. Many mistake this experience for clinical depression and for good reason. The dark night reaches into the core of your being and fills you with an agonizing form of sadness. It seems to come out of nowhere and it feels like it is never going to leave. It mimics all the quote-unquote symptoms of depression. So the following are some symptoms you may be experiencing. Extreme sadness with no explanation as to why you are sad, uncontrollable crying, a feeling of emptiness, loss of motivation and activities you once enjoyed, a loss of appetite or a need to binge eat, insomnia or sleeping too much, no desire for sex, increased use of drugs or alcohol, the need to withdraw from social relationships, a desire to isolate, poor personal hygiene, irritability and mood swings, nightmares, body aches, headaches, or problems with digestion, feelings of worthlessness, lethargy, no energy, and thoughts of suicide. Many people seek the help of a psychologist or a psychiatrist during this experience. They are wrongly diagnosed with depression and are usually given antidepressants. The thing is, the problem is not in your head. It is in your soul. The dark night is happening because you are in the process of an incredibly painful spiritual transformation. Now, while you may feel some or all of the symptoms of depression, you will also have at least one of these experiences. You have no idea what is happening to you or why. Nothing seems to have caused this. You begin to question your existence. Why am I here? You are considering the possibility that your career does not suit your higher purpose. You feel like you are losing your faith if you are a spiritual or a religious person. You begin to think that maybe there is a God if you are an atheist or agnostic, you feel the need to disconnect from people you have been very close to in the past because they no longer serve your highest good. 
Your thoughts naturally gravitate to deep philosophical topics like the the nature of existence, excuse me. You begin to take unwelcome trips down memory lane to times in your life you would rather forget about. You begin to be more forgiving of strangers and realize we are all just doing the best we can. You feel a sense of sadness for humanity as a whole while suddenly feeling a strong connection to it. You get in touch with your own mortality and the mortality of others and grieve deaths that have not even happened yet. You begin to realize that everything is temporary, so you start questioning what is the point of anything. You feel an intense need to be alone in your own company, even though you are thoroughly miserable with yourself. Nothing interests you, even activities you have always had a true passion for. You wonder if you are a bad person, even if you have always thought of yourself as a good person, and vice versa. You begin to feel a need to rebel against institutions like the government, school systems, and corporate structures. You re-examine positions you have always been firm on and begin to question if you have been wrong all along. For example, materialism, corporate success, existence of a higher power, etc. You become aware of your own powerlessness, both over the world around you and your innermost self. You feel a need to purge yourself of material possessions and downsize your life. And you feel completely helpless to change your situation and you are totally hopeless that it will ever change. Everyone experiences the dark night of the soul differently. We all come to the darkness with our own unique set of circumstances that must be resolved. What was true for me may not be true for you. Only you can come to terms with your situation and decide if, in fact, it is happening to you. If you do not feel that there is a strong spiritual aspect to your current condition, you may be suffering from depression. Consult a doctor to find out, though. Depression should be treated by a mental health care professional. The dark night is a spiritual transformational process that requires a spiritual solution. The darkness is a blessing, but it feels like a curse in the beginning. Lord, <laughs> for me, I hated it, hated it, hated it. <laughs> I hated feeling feelings. I hated being tired for days. I hated the feeling of being the only one I knew who went through something like this and was going through something like this. I hated people. I hated having to go to work and it affecting my work. I hated losing control. I hated not knowing my next step, but trying to trust anyway. I hated feeling like, I hated not feeling like myself. I hated feeling my mind and heart rip open so wide. I didn't know if I even wanted to live another day, yo. Like I spent months saying to myself, I just want to go home. I want to go home. Like, I just want to go home. I kept just walking my house, just, I want to go home, going to the bathroom. I want to go home. Like, but <laughs> for real, like this shit was terrible, terrible. 
But each day, something kept telling me there's a better way. There's a better life. And as time went on, it wasn't only me transforming and healing. I was doing generational healing. And when you heal, your whole lineage heals too. Your past lives heal. Your parallel lives heal. Shit is wild to still believe and understand this to be true for me. How I was living before was whack. It it needed to change. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. So let's talk about the helpful tools that can help you get through this shit. Because it's hard. All right? So, here are 11 helpful suggestions for the folks who are going through a dark night. All right, let's get into it. Number one, educate yourself on the dark night of the soul. The more you know, the better off you will be. Most people have not heard about this ascent to higher consciousness. The dark night is not a popular mainstream topic of discussion. You may have to turn to weird or alternative sources to find out more about this experience. Number two, surrender and trust the process. Most people hear the word surrender and associate the term with weakness. There is a peace in surrendering, a calm amidst a storm. It literally means to quit fighting. Often, we fight the process of change to the point of exhaustion. We collapse in what feels like defeat. When we stop fighting, we position ourselves to be overtaken with something that was better for us all along. Everything inside of you will want to fight the transformation. Everything. You will try with all of your might to will it away, push it away, or pray it away, smoke it away, sex it away. Drink it away. Solange knows, all right? She knew. The more you do this, the more painful it will become. Once you let go and trust, you will find freedom. Number three, be kind and loving towards yourself. This is a major, major staple, okay? During the dark night, it is easy to beat yourself up and be unkind to yourself shutting all over yourself. You'll call yourself names and when you know better, you do and treat yourself better. Reparent yourself. Become more nurturing, understanding, and patient. Love yourself through it. Number four, give yourself permission to be where you're at. This will likely be a difficult concept for you to embrace. Falling through the sunken place will take a minute So you might as well get comfortable being uncomfortable. Remember that your pain has a purpose. The dark night is strengthening the weak places in your thinking. It's realigning your inadequate qualities to a higher purpose. Allow yourself to be in pain. Embrace it. Turn into it. Explore it. If you are tired, sleep. If you need to cry, cry. Don't belittle your tears. 
Give yourself permission to be exactly where you are at every moment of your journey. You are right where you're supposed to be. Own it. Number five, stay in touch with people who love you. Try not to cut yourself off from loved ones. You want to isolate and avoid interaction during the, during the dark night. However, you need to balance your solitude with healthy interactions with the people closest to you. This will be a reminder that you are loved and you are not alone. Mike told you too. So um, a simple text, short phone call, social media post can alert people you know you are alive. Number six, pray and meditate. Those who experience the dark night may have been searching for answers to bigger questions their entire life. The darkness comes to provide answers. We are multidimensional beings having a human experience to reunite with love spirit. The article says a human being having a spiritual experience. I don't agree with that. That doesn't make sense. But when you pray, be honest with God or whoever you pray to and tell them you don't know how to do this shit and you need help. You know, like one day I just yelled up, like yelled out straight up. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Show me. Tell me what to do. Shit. What the fuck, yo? I'm out here blindsided and shit. Don't know how to navigate through this journey. This ain't me. This is new. This brand new. <laughs> you know, shit. Shit. Ask whoever you pray to, to show you what you need to know. Show you how it will feel to get through the dark night. Meditation will help clear your mind and align you with the answers you have been seeking. Meditating also shows you, shows you the thoughts you're thinking and which thoughts affect you emotionally. Number seven, get your body moving. When you are going through the dark night, you are going to feel depressed, lazy, lethargic, and unmotivated. Even a simple task like Holding your head up can feel like work. Nevertheless, you need to get your body moving. For me, I exercised at night. It helped me to sleep better and faster. I also walk to work as well. So even though you may not want to do it, jog, do yoga, walk, something. It'll help clear out old stuck energies and allowing good energies to come into your mind and body, which you will desperately need. Number eight, sleep when you need to. The dark night is exhausting. For me, there would be days I barely had energy to sit up in bed. I would work half days because I could not get up in the mornings. My body felt so heavy. All I wanted to do was to lay down. It was like this for two years straight. Don't judge yourself if you feel like sleeping all day. Give yourself a break. Number nine, stay away from drugs and alcohol. I was an alcoholic, guys. Like from the time before, <laughs> before I could even drink. I've been drinking since I was like 14. And so not just um, liquor, but like wine coolers, you know, beers, shit like that. But going through the dark night, it was like on top of being drunk, on top of being hungover, on top of being tired and doing it every week, it was getting boring and it just didn't feel good. 
alcohol heightens emotions and my thoughts about what was happening to me was all over the place. It just wasn't a good mix. So I weaned myself off the bottle and (laughs) it was just another distraction I couldn't maintain at all. It needed to go away. Number 10, jam to some uplifting music or music in general. Music has always been able to help me and make me happy. Creating playlists for the different moods you're in can help. If you're sad, listen to some sad tunes until you don't want to feel sad anymore. If you're angry, get mad with some rage music until you want to calm down and chill. If you're happy, have a dance party in your house and have fun until your knees give out and you need to sit down. You know, I did all of this and it just felt good to do it. Like music is so therapeutic. It really is. And if you you don't listen to music, I advise that you do because I know you be humming commercial jingles, you know, while you chilling, reading a newspaper or something or in the shower. So music is so influential. It really is. And the last one, number 11, focus on the positive. Positive thinking is a must when you are going through the dark night. Of course, it's easier said than done. A major part of this process is to work through the negative experiences you have had in your life, revisiting past traumas, reevaluating the way you were raised, coming to terms with the reality of who your parents are, and taking stock of your failures can cause feelings of low self-worth. But you'd also want to make an inventory of your assets, your inner strengths, and admirable qualities, the times in your life when you felt the proudest of yourself. Most of us have a tendency to focus on the negative, beating ourselves up for our shortcomings and obsessing over the times we were less than best. I have that problem. (laughs) Perfectionism is a problem for me. But quite often, we completely overlook our successes, ignoring the times in life when we were a good friend and forgetting about the moments when we pushed ourselves further than we thought we could to claim a victory. During your process, take time to think about everything that is good about being you. Review your accomplishments. You are likely to find that you have much more goodness in you than you realize. So I hope that if you have experienced or is experienced any kind of a dark night, an ego, death, whatever, um, I hope that these tools will help you. I will also put in additional um, tool sources um, in the description box. And let's get into the bottom line. So the bottom line is, after the dark night, you'll have a newfound understanding of yourself and be more empowered to create any kind of reality you want. You'll feel more peace, a sense of freedom. You'll realize the role others played in your life and what you needed to learn from each person. You'll reconnect with yourself and create a bond that will never be broken by anyone ever again. You'll understand everything you went through played out exactly how it was supposed to. You have so much more love and compassion for yourself, more strength and resilience, 
and you'll have more motivation and inspiration to go after what you desire. It really feels like you won some kind of war. You'll give yourself permission to change your mind about any and everything and all the mistakes you've made were valuable. My dark night led me to wanting to help others get through it more easily than I did. It was hard, y'all. Imagine dying 3,000 million deaths. Like, your mind just... It's torture. But this dark night led me to also share my story of how it brought me to a brand new world of joyful and easeful creating and having the right healing tools I can use for my daily life whenever I need them. And after the dark night, you'll never be the same again. And that was the whole point. So I hope that this episode um, brought a new kind of awareness into your mind about something different that you may not even have heard about. And um, just be kind to others because they may be going through many dark nights and you don't even know. And you just put your own bullshit onto them and they just trying to deal with their own shit. Like, do your best to try to be kind to people. Just a hello, a smile, something. I know that can be challenging for me to be, <laughs> to be kind. Because <laughs> I could be out here still in my dark night, pissed off at the world. And uh, just not wanting to smile and be happy and jolly because that's not how I feel. And I'm not going to deny myself that. I'm not going to be chippy and cheerful when I feel like fucking shit. However, however, it will make you feel slightly happier, slightly um, more uh, more calm or just change. It will change your vibration if you do like smile or just be kind to someone. So um, I hope that you <laughs> enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this episode and. I know it's lengthy, but lengthy is important when it comes to certain topics because you need to understand shit. And um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And uh, you have a good week. And don't let this Rona get you down. Don't let yourself get you down. Lift yourself up. Find the vibes. And um, however you want to feel, if you want to feel better, go towards that, period. How you feel is all that matters. All right. One love, y'all. Peace.